If you love classic Guy Ritchie movies like Snatch and Sherlock Holmes, then you don't want to miss The Gentleman in theaters January 24th. It's got an all-star cast, great action, and looks funny as hell. Starring Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam, Henry Golding, Michelle Dockery, Colin Farrell, and Hugh Grant, it doesn't get any better than this. McConaughey plays a weed kingpin trying to cash in and get out of the game. He puts in motion a series of schemes, bribery, and blackmail, led by those trying to steal his domain out from under him. Go see the gentleman in theaters everywhere, January 24th. Now this is Hollywood Unlocked. Yo, it's Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. I'm Jason Lee. Yeah, it was DJ Damage. Uh, don't pan anywhere else. Melissa's gone. Okay, Melissa, get better. Uh, so uh, we're here. If you're listening to us, make sure you're listening on iHeart, uh, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, yep. and watching on YouTube. We're not on Title. Why are we not on Title? Should we not? We should be on Title. Wait, we're not on Title. I'm gonna email Title. Title. I'm gonna email you for two reasons. One, to get our show on your on your uh, th- on your streaming system. Mm-hmm. Two, to cancel my subscription. I don't understand why I'm still subscribed to Title. You gotta yo, twenty five ninety nine a month, and I've never been on it. But you gotta. Su- yeah, that's true. That's like. But ex- you gotta support it. That's like signing Black up. On. That's like signing up for Grinder Plus and then never swiping it. Like what? What's Grinder? <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait, what is it? It's that? the gay Tinder. But anyway, listen. Uh, I'm happy to be here. Such a beautiful day. Uh, it's uh, I don't know what day. Whatever today you're listening. It's, that's what day is beautiful. It's a beautiful day. Okay, so uh, day. I gave you a Melissa Ford my book. She's you not have. here to talk about it. My book. Sorry for those of you tuning in. I have a book called God Must Have Forgot About Me. That's number one on Amazon right now, and it's not even out yet. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Amazon. I gave you a Melissa copy. What do you think? And be you, honest. You know yeah. what I like when I read a book? What? Where I can read up to the point where I feel like where I, where the titles came from? Yes. So I did read up to that point and past that point where, was it the Easter family? Am I yeah, my, right? the, my foster family. That, first of all, all right, let me slow down. <laughs> to read this book and know you, mm-hmm. I can hear your tone, so it makes the read even easier. I think it's an easy read. I think I didn't expect these things, these turn of events to be in your, I mean, you've talked about it a lot, but still to read it, it's something about reading something and somebody telling you. It mm-hmm. was like me can like go back and, Look over certain things you've been through. Like, damn, that's like, how would I process that? Mm-hmm. I, I think the book is really good, man. And if anybody gets the book, I think you relate to it. Rather, what kind of person you from? If you just from, especially where we're from, the inner city, you know, coming up in bad neighborhoods, like a lot of us either were that person, like you growing up, or knew that person. Mm-hmm. And that's when I read the book. I felt like I knew kids that were like you, that would walk around unattended. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I would look and be like, oh, you're good back at you. Where your mom at? I remember it was a little yeah. girl where I grew up at on 12th Street in Philly. She would come in. She's probably eight years old. She'll have a baby in her arm and then like a four-year-old walking behind her, and she's the parent. Mm-hmm. So when you were, when I'm reading your story, I remember those little kids that were the same kids you were. And I'm like, man, those kids are going to grow up. I wonder what they're going to be like. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they can have a story to tell like yours. Mm-hmm. I think the reason I wrote the book, and I know the reason I wrote the book, was because there are kids like that out there yeah. who don't believe you could still become anything you want to mm-hmm. be. Like, you know, no matter how... Uh, how dim your light has been uh, dimmed by the world, and uh, but yeah, I mean, writing that book has uh, required me to be very transparent. It's the probably, I mean, I've told some stories here on the show. You tell them real quick, you move on. Some yeah, people yeah. watch that video or don't, but this is a book where the stories are now like they are imprinted in the in writing forever, and it's out to the world. Yeah. Ooh, so, no, the book was it, it's it's a very good read. Like I said, go get the book. It's a good read, and it's like I think what touched me the most was your relationship with your mom. Mm-hmm. And I feel like 
I never really had a relationship with my dad, but I never had the relationship. Mm -hmm. You have a very, there's a moment in time you remember when it was really good with you and your mom. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's harder and that's always a gap you're trying to fill because you knew once it was there. Mm -hmm. You know, me not having a relationship with my dad, it's like, yeah, I wish I would have had a father figure or what else, but I never had one. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's easier for me to cope and go through life and not be, you know, after a while, not to be angry at him. But mm -hmm. you had what you were looking for in a mother figure. You know, you said y'all had a great childhood up to a certain point, mm -hmm. and I could see how that could be very frustrating. Mm -hmm. So that stuck out to me. Yeah, so uh, this Monday, the day that this show airs on Love & Hip Hop, we actually get into it on the reunion. It was an emotional time because, uh, as you see during the childhood, there was a moment where it was good. Yeah. And then when it went bad, it, it never went back good again. You know, and I think because I haven't dived into how that has affected other relationships, maybe mm -hmm. that's a future book. Where like I really maybe pair up with a therapist or something to really get into the psychology between beyond between how things happen in our lives and how that trauma affects how we live and affect other people. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I do you know, that whole saying of hurt people hurt people. It is true to a certain degree. I've hurt a lot of people over my life because of how I've been hurt. But the the book was very therapeutic. I've said jokingly, and I mean it for real. It's led me leading me to therapy. I've started the process of going to therapy and you know working through it but i do appreciate you reading some of it and hopefully yeah, yeah. you do finish it it is an easy read it's, it's 220 easy. pages you get through it melissa's read the whole thing so far uh she said it had her crying i would love to hear what you think about the rest of it absolutely shout out to barnes and noble i'm in the process of yeah what's going on <laughs> i've seen your both so what happened with barnes and nobles man and let me be very clear to everybody listening and, and everybody watching i did not write this book for people to feel sorry for me, yeah, or to see me differently, and and, and un, you know you you're gonna understand me better for sure because you can you do read it in my voice. Yeah, I am doing the audible this weekend, so you will hear it if you want to buy it and and listen to me read it. Uh, and hopefully I win a Grammy because that's really what I, I like. think that's going to be the best version <laughs> of the book. Oh no, for real. I, I will tell you, I read the first chapter and I was crying. I couldn't even get through because when I'm thinking about the seven year old curly hair boy who was excited to go to school on picture day yeah. to take a picture, but was coming home to a mother who was shooting up heroin. And when I think about that, it's just like, it, I can get emotional now thinking about how sorry I felt for him. But of course now saying, damn, look, you made it through the fire, right? Mm -hmm. So anyway, uh, I'm not writing this book for people to say, oh, Jason Lee's changing. This literally is the beginning of me working on myself and separating Jason Lee from Hollywood Unlocked because I think a lot of the antics that I do on this show and online and on reality shows, people do have a certain image of me. Yeah. And so I kind of want to step away from that a little bit. Not to not abandon it because I'm still going to drop the T, still going to be messy sometimes, still going to be aggressive. But I do want to create a platform for me to go out and talk to people and kids and, you know, people who are affected by life. Uh, and so here's an example of how I'm not going to change. So yesterday, Bar so shout out to Barnes and Noble who's carrying the book. Yeah. Uh, right now it's number one on Amazon. Pick it up. Uh, you can pre-order it, uh, but it's going to be available in Barnes and Noble. And I'm doing a whole Barnes and Noble tour. We're working on a school tour and all this and that. So oh, yeah. Barnes and Noble, my best friend goes to Barnes and Noble yesterday in New York City. Calvin, who's in the book. Mm -hmm. Calvin was my first boyfriend. Uh, you'll read about our relationship in the book. Anyway, he went to go buy the book, and when he went to the book, a woman at the counter said, and I quote, uh, I know that messy-ass bitch didn't come out with a messy-ass book. Damn. And I, you know, when he called me and told That's me. That's a direct quote? It's a direct quote. Now, Calvin, to know Calvin, he's the purest part of what a human being should be. He's, mm -hmm. 
he's the complete opposite of me. <laughs> he he really <laughs> is, and why I think we worked out was he is a nice, totally always nice person. Yeah, very optimistic, never pessimistic. Uh, always sees the good in people, always sees the value in a situation, uh, always has a positive comment or thought or encouragement. He's just a really good person. Yeah. He called me and he was really a, disappointed that she had said this. So, you know, I had time. I said, give me the, what, what street is this on? He said, 82nd and Lexington. Yeah. Call it if you want to. I said, give huh? 86th and Lexington. 86 and Thank Lexington. you, Kelvin. 86 and Lexington. Down. Here's the phone number. Uh, so I, I said, okay. Let me call. So I called. I said, can I speak to the manager? Got on the phone with Aaron, the manager. Hi, Aaron. And I said, hi, my name is Jason Lee. I'm an author. (laughs) (laughs) I have God must have forgot about me. It's a book coming out. You guys are uh, carrying it. One of your employees just told one of my friends, good friend, that I trust that, uh, you know, what she said. And I repeated what she said. I said, I do not want her to get into trouble. But I want you to tell her that I personally heard about it and call. And, you know, maybe he said, this is unacceptable. I'm going to handle it, blah, blah. And I put on my Instagram, oh, maybe she's in trouble. I don't know. Well, people were upset. Some people were saying, you know, how dare you get her in trouble uh, a week before Christmas and you're going to ruin her kids are not going to have presents. They'd already gave us a girl a whole family. I don't even know if the girl got a family. (laughs) I don't think she got fired. And I purposely said, intentionally said, do not discipline her, but just make sure she knows. Well, uh, other people were saying that's not how you behave at work. So I I went on and posted it or whatever on my Facebook and Instagram, and it, it went viral. And so Page Six wrote a story today where it says Hollywood Unlocked founder uh, got uh, accidentally got woman in trouble at Barnes and Nobles. But I do, I just have to say this: you and I are public figures. Yeah, but we're people. You don't get to just attack people in the public because they're in the public without a consequence. I feel like, and this is my opinion, and tell me what you think, but I feel like social media has made it where people feel licensed to go and say and do whatever they want, no Mm -hmm. matter what they want, without the fear of repercussions. I personally have gotten sued for what we put on Instagram. I've gotten confronted for what I've put on Instagram or what I've written or what I've said on the show, but that's the consequence that I sign up for in being a commentator of pop culture and saying what my opinion is. That's my job. I feel like a person who sells books should just sell books. Yeah, I don't think you're supposed to give your personal um, commentary when somebody's buying a book. That can discourage somebody from buying a book. That was your friend. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, how you, like, what if that was like family? It could be somebody's mom. Like, you know what I'm saying? Somebody or just going, a consumer. It's just, it could be a just, consumer. I've never, it's like me ordering something from McDonald's. And he's like, oh, you want that nasty ass fucking chicken sandwich? It's like. Well, but no, but here's the deal. Yeah, maybe not. Now. I, w- I, I would be okay with the person saying, you know, Jason Lee's messy on loving hip hop or I don't really care for him personally because whatever. But I think the tone of it, you know, that messy ass bitch with that messy ass book. It was like, girl, let me go ahead and pick up the phone because I got time today. And it, it was more of that uh, than it is. What I don't really care what people think about I me. Mean, you can think whatever you want. I mean, and c- controversy sells. I'm on page six today. They linked back to my book hose is winning so am i it is what it is i'm not trying to change people's perspective but i did love the the debate online of whether or not it was the right or wrong thing to do uh there was another thing that had happened somebody had slid in my dm and said and i quote kevin i don't know if you remember this they said when i see you i'm gonna kill you or something like that remember i told you to find out where this person works and goes to school and all that yeah i'm i'm if i don't pull up i'm going to make a phone call because you don't have the license to be reckless just really quick fact 
my staff at Hollywood Unlocked, who write all the stories, who do all the research of all the tea I spill and all of that, even they have a policy, am I lying, where they cannot go on social media and attack people or even say their opinion about mm. stuff personally from their pages. Why? For this very reason. Kelvin produces a show here. If Kelvin produces the show and we have Little Kim coming on, yeah. but on his social media, he's attacking Little Kim and she sees his post, guess what? He reflects this show, he reflects this company. So I run, a, I run a very type shit where I tell my staff, listen, you go post whatever you want in terms of who you like and who you listen to and whatever, but it's when you get personal and when you go on the Hollywood Unlocked page that your social media reflects my business, mm -hmm. and if it don't reflect my brand and what I stand for, then there's a problem, and they're respectful of that. You a whole Barnes & Noble uh, clerk. Sell the book. What is you talking about the, the authors for? That's your job. So I don't know. I, I would love to see what people say in the comments about that. But, you know. Hey, well, uh, I got the book. Thank you for uh, personally giving me mine. So I have to walk in there. And there was somebody heckling me at, well, the, at the cash register. And black people buy books. Go to Barnes & Noble. Buy the book or pre-order it now because you can't now. But when it is in Barnes & Noble, I want to see so many people of color go out and buy this book. Shout out to Lala who posted my book. Yeah. I didn't ask her to post it. I just sent her a copy. She posted it. And I do appreciate that because I have friends that ain't even posted it. So I appreciate you, Lala, and all the other people that are posting it. And uh, I'm sending these books to everybody. Send them out. I'm sending them to all my friends who have big followings, and I'm asking them to post it. So if you get a phone call and I ask you to buy a 1,000 books so I can donate or to post it or both, if you got the money, please do it. Hello. Well, we know Cardi does because she gave Offset $500,000 for his birthday. Did you see that? Yeah. What'd in you a, think? What was it? In, a, in the fridge? Have you ever had a girl do that? Give me $500,000? I mean, what is the I most- I think I've ever seen $500,000. What is the biggest gift a woman has given you? The biggest gift. I mean, besides a kid. Mm, no, that was a good one. I don't know. I don't really, I don't like getting gifts like that. I just like food. You want to make me happy? Just cook me something good. I'm- I'm good on that. I well, I'm trying that. to lose weight. Give me some money. But everybody <laughs> I date, oh, my God. My dating life is in shambles. I really want to find somebody I can get married to. Just fuck, I'm just going to find somebody to get married and then divorce because it ain't going to last anyway. But I'm, I do want the parties. I want the photos on my mantle. I, oh, I need a mantle. You know, order the mantle, order the mantle, like go to Ikea. Let's get a mantle. I need a mantle. I you just want to get married for the experience and to be over with it? photos, the party, the speech, see all the my speech. friends cry, you know, see Floyd be uncomfortable because all the West Hollywood kids are at his table. I could I would put all the gay people at Floyd Mayweather's table. <laughs> He'd be like, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, no, I, I, I don't know. I need to figure my life out. Did you hear about that 16-year-old girl who got uh, who staged her own kidnapping? Yeah, I did. So it was like a big thing. The girl, Carl Sanchez. And it, it's sad, first of all. It's sad because this is happening at such an alarming rate. It's sad. Wait, what's sad? That it's girls sad are that, getting stolen. It's sad that she staged the kidnapping. Is it sad? That's what's or sad sick. to me. Both. Lock this little bitch up. Lock her the fuck up. This send is her not back a to, time. Send her back to Honduras on the banana uh, donkey and let her go the fuck away. Yeah, long story short, <laughs> she staged a kidnapping because her mom is supposed to be leaving back to Honduras. She didn't want to go, so she went and got herself kidnapped by her boyfriend, I think her brother, and everybody, the whole world was concerned. It was on TV. I she even got, posted the little bitch on my Instagram posted. saying, please find this little hoe. And guess what? The whole time the she bitch is at McDonald's playing with her boyfriend. <sighs> It's not Sick. funny. I hate this world that we live in. Yeah, it's not the time to be doing that. Like, she's 16, though. I'm going to give her a, a small pass on that. But she is 16. But 
so because she's 16, she gets she's a pass? A, she's a child. Like, I, I expect children to do children's shit. When I was 16, I did a lot of she dumb shit. She staged a kidnapping. When I was 16, I did dumb shit, too. No, no, they, they stole her off the street from her mother, who was already afraid of being deported, and threw her in a car and it's drove sick. away. It's sick. It's sick. I need to hear from her. I need to hear... She She's 16. She, she needs to get on a, at a podium. She needs to apologize. She needs to get to a podium. She needs to apologize for Cardi B. Cardi don't even post me like that. See, this is the problem I have with my friends. <laughs> Cardi, I love you, girl, but I mean, you know, I'm just saying she got a lot of free press. Now everybody knows who she is. She should drop an album. If she drops an album, yo, I'm tell Carl you, Sanchez she, drop an album. If Carol Shan- Sanchez drops an album Carl, featuring Carol. Bad Baby, I'm done, done, and done. Wait, why am I calling her Carl? I, listen, I don't know. Are you going you, you with call it? Call her what you want. Because at this point, I'm calling her deportation. <laughs> Is she gonna get deported too? Shit, after that, <laughs> huh? So where was her mother born? I think so. Her mother has to go back because she's a dream. She's a dreamer. Okay, so she's from another country. Mm-hmm. So because of Donald Trump's policy, she yeah. has to move back to her country. Her daughter, she wants her daughter to come with her. Her daughter is getting some dick here in the United States and don't want to lead a dick. So what she said was, you take your ass on the donkey and go back to Honduras by yourself. We're left, I died, and y'all killed her out there in the forest because of Dr. Sebi. I'm staying here in the United States because this dick is too good. And uh, and all her friends and, are there. And, and McDonald's is down a couple there. corner. Okay. There's other things besides. And people are saying, oh, why are you talking about this girl? She's 16. Don't talk to her. About it. Like, this little bitch staged a kidnapping. At this point, she's doing some adult type shit. Bitch is dope to me. And her face looked like she's grown. She has a grown face. Because <laughs> she got a grown She's had face. a lot more Christmases than we've accounted for. Mm. Right? I think so. I don't care what she people say. She shouldn't play like that, though. I'm, she can't play like that. Where did she learn something like that? The news. Every five <laughs> seconds you see, oh, kid, kidnap, okay. kidnap, kidnap. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to stage a kidnapping. But in all seriousness, I have to say, it is really crazy how many women are being abducted off the street. I actually am looking at it Sick. like, this is so crazy. How many women have been abduct- abducted? And I and I feel like, you know, a lot of men, I challenge all the men out there, the Meek Mills and the T.I.s and, you know, all the other people. Post about the women being abducted and mm-hmm. se- and in human trafficking because when men post it, people pay attention. Not to say that they don't pay attention when yeah. women do, but you know this is what angers me so much about this girl. This is real, Jason. Now I'm, I'm I'm going back into me now. This is what bothers me about that. She literally, I had got to a point where I'm like, I'm sick and tired of seeing women abducted off the street. So yeah. I'm gonna post this girl on my personal page. I never post the news on my personal page. I'm gonna post her on my personal page. The team was tracking it on Hollywood Unlock. And then when they send a, a tweet, when they send the message through our communication network that it's a it's a hoax, I immediately texted Cardi and everybody like, please take this down because this is crazy. I think for me, you know, growing up where we came from, there's a lot of thugs, gangsters, real ones, block boy, whatever you want to call it. Protect your neighborhood, man. Like if you're going to be out here and you quick to rap about or talk about or put on social media that you'll kill somebody else that look like you. Where's all this anger and aggression and overprotective for the young girls that's walking out here? Because they said the median age of the girls that's getting kidnapped is like nine years old. Damn. There's no reason a nine-year-old shouldn't feel safe walking to school, walking to the playground, when you got all these real ones out here. So I'm just challenging a lot of dudes that's out there in these communities, not saying that they aren't. But if you're not, step up and do something, man. Like, we got we to gotta police our own. We got to protect our own. Like, it's no excuse. Well, I hate Carol Sanchez. I don't, I don't like her. And I, and Carl. I, Carol. <laughs> 
and Carl would be a nigga. And all her boyfriends and and uh, who was it? Her boyfriend and who else? Whoever was it involved, like brother. whoever was involved in staging it, they all need to go to jail. All of them. Don't just shit on Carol. She was a part of it, but she probably wasn't the choreographer. Whoever choreographed it, staged the, <laughs> the, 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 the robbery, not the robbery, but the kidnapping, also needs to go to prison. They all need to go to prison. The mother needs to go back to Honduras because she created her. So every everything that created the DNA of Carol Sanchez is uh, just throw it all away. Mm. All right. Uh, shout out to Madonna. She's a fellow Leo. We're born on the same day. She's much older than yeah, I. Yeah. She got a new man. It popped okay. up. She's... um. Madonna's 61 years old, and the boy Alahamalik is uh, 25 years old. Not wait, mad at her. Wait. His Alamalik. Alamalik? Whatever his name is. He's from Sacramento. I found Williams. Him, I found him on Facebook and DM'd him yesterday. He's from Sacramento. He's 25 years old. Uh, apparently, he's dicking her down. He's getting it how he's... First of all, you're supposed to be doing that. He, uh, you know, I salute the young man. He's supposed to be getting in where he fits in. He you're, can keep up. You're 30. Yeah. Would you fuck 65-year-old pussy? Yeah. You would. Yeah. No, you wouldn't. That's the good stuff. You're saying this for the Why show. Why do you say I'm saying? If Madonna was Wait, to come I at need, me. This is a show where you say your real full out opinion. You Why ain't, do you no, feel like real. I wouldn't mess with? If You're, Madonna came to me. You would fuck her. Madonna? In a heartbeat. You would. Why not? It's Madonna. It's a bunch of skin. No, it's not. Have you seen Madonna? Yes. And she got a new booty and everything. Her whole face is dropped. What are you talking but about? But it's Madonna. It doesn't matter. So you'd fuck Cher? I well, might, Cher I might spoon Cher. Yeah. Cher looks better than Madonna. A little spooning with Cher. No, I'm saying would you stick your dick in her? I'm not yeah, asking. Yeah, I'm talking in the spoon position. Yeah. But I why would. does it have to be that position? Because what, that's just how I imagine wants, Cher. She, she looks, looks so what fragile. What if she wants to fuck you on the counter in the bathroom or something? I mean, I'm down, but she just looks so fragile, so frail. I just want to make sure I don't. For Cher does not look frail. Yes, she does to me. She's like 79. And right? she's very slender. How old is Cher? Like 69, 70, 80? Well, whatever. Cher's grown as hell. I just think the pussy dries up at a certain it point. It doesn't look I like Madonna does, doesn't look wet with Ahamahalik. How would you know? She looked I, I fine. Would, I would not that's know. That's what I'm saying. That, she looked like that thing worked fine. I wouldn't know if a 25-year-old was wet. That's I why she needed a 25-year-old, because it worked well. How old is Cher? 73. You'd get an a AARP card. Yeah, it might be the lick. All yeah. she probably want to do is go out once. I can't even think of licking a 73-year-old. <laughs> I mean, at this point, but Madonna's only sixty-one. Though. But if you're twenty-five, fucking a sixty-one-year-old, you're definitely trying to secure the bag. I think he might really like her. So you'd fuck Madonna for free? I would for free. Why not? Uh-uh. What's wrong with Madonna? Drake said, and I quote, "This dick ain't for free." So if he's talking to his generation, mm -hmm. you ain't talking to your senior citizens if like Madonna that. If Madonna pulls up on me in her Rolls Royce, like she just, doesn't drive. Exactly. Okay. The driver's driving. Okay. She rolls down the back window. Hop in. I just want to talk to you. We're going to hit it off, and it might lead to some. But why would you fuck Madonna for free? Why, you would have to be fucking her for the bag. I'm sure if I start fucking her for free, there will be some perks that just nah, come along that's with the, it. Well, I'm going to just charge eight. Okay. All right, well, $5,000 right now. Here's my, Madonna, ca here's my here's, cash app. Here's my cash app, Madonna. Slide nah, me, slide. experience. No, no, no. See, this is what people have to get wrong. This is what people have to understand. Because I'm, we have you, to all prostitute I'm a, ourselves. No, I'm not saying I, we don't call it prostitution. There's a whole new age movement going on. Let me tell you about whole it. Whole new age movement. Let That's me tell what it's you about. It. Let me tell you about it. A motherfucker told me today, I, I want to come to L.A. I said, you should come to L.A. L.A. is beautiful. The weather's decent. You know, it's lit. Okay. He says, but I can't because I got to figure out how to focus on my rent. Mm. Now. So what you do? There's key no, hold on, hold on. There's key words. 
What I respect about this one is he ain't asking me for money up front saying, give me the money, give me the money, give me the money. Because we all want something, right? You got new shoes. My shoes is dirty. We should both have new shoes. It's kind of like an understood thing, but you don't say it. You just subtly okay. just come out with your old dirty shoes. And it's like, why did the shoes dirty? We got to clean them up. We got to get some new ones. Whatever. It should be organic. But this whole new age, like, yo, I really want to come, but, you know, my rent's due in two mm-hmm. weeks. Well, my rent's doing two weeks, too. So I know what you mean. You've planted the seed. So you say I should plant the seed with Madonna. Hold on. So he plants the seed, and I go, well, you should figure out your rent, and if you can make it, let me know. (laughs) Because he didn't outright ask for it, right? I feel like when you get to certain levels in certain rooms with certain people, you're supposed to ask what you want. Secure the bag first. Okay, listen, Madonna, your ride looks comfortable, but my car is in valet. If you want me to get in with you to ride your ride, you got to ride me, and I got to get a check. She's going to say yes. But if you get in and fuck her first, and you don't secure the bag, no, you when ain't you getting, get in. There's no guarantee money. No, 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 no. When you get in and you fuck her right, there's a never-ending bag. But if you go in and make See, that's the thing. <laughs> you got to lay the foundation. You go in there and you fuck her right, the bag doesn't stop. If you go in Macy's, and put on their clothes and walk out without paying first, you're going to jail. But you could get into the car and get a whole dick away for free and think that the the the, the glory gonna come later. The no, that ain't the how you got it, boy. What you gotta, did you hear? She's seen with, that means she's been with him multiple times, 25-year-old dancer, Amalamalik Williams. He still looks broke, though. How you know how he, he probably stacking it to the side. If I stick this dick in a millionaire or a billionaire, she's a, she's worth over $500 million dollars big money when i tell you i'm going to be so funded before we before a picture leaks out of me bitch i need a check we're right to check i'm interested in hearing what people think online i'm not suggesting that you be a prostitute please continue from the new this time tomorrow podcast available now on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts join us as we explore a future full of possibilities in the age of 5g my pie in the sky, like I said, is a system that's able for my firefighter to see what they're doing in a building. They can see maybe what a drone footage over the building looks like, so they can actually see where they are, so they can be exposed to exterior conditions that typically they won't be able to see unless they're outside the structure. So 5G to me is the pipe that could capture all that information and stream it in to a firefighter's face piece, This Time Tomorrow is presented by T-Mobile for Business. Today, T-Mobile is leading the 5G charge with $30 billion invested in an advanced network designed to deliver the breadth of mobility we need. Business is changing. Learn more at T-MobileForBusiness.com. And you have sex for free. (laughs) And shout out to Amalamalik. Yeah, shout out to Amalamalik. But you from Sacramento, I'm from Stockton. We all know about the hustle. The fact that you slid up there with Granny... She ain't a granny. She six. She is a granny. She's just stepping into that good cougar age. No, she yeah. uh, uh, no. Rawr. Melissa says she's a puma. Melissa's a cougar, but is <laughs> Melissa a cougar? How old are you when you're a cougar? Wait, Melissa's what? She said forty five, but she's forty three, so she's cougarish. She almost there, right? <laughs> she ain't here, so I'm gonna talk shit. So what's after you're cougar? cougar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm a cougar. Scratch me. You know. Oh, you a cougar? Too? I'm a cougar. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, my nails are sharp, too. I'm a cougar. (laughs) (laughs) Enough of this coonery. When we come back, Mickey Monday will be here, and uh, he has 11 inches from what I hear. I don't know. Oh, pause. 
It's time for another Hollywood hookup. It's already December, and as much as we love getting seasonal, this month can get a bit too stressful. We've all got a long list of things to do for the holidays. If life insurance is one of those things that weigh down your list, Policy Genius might be able to help you cross it off. Policy Genius makes finding the right life insurance a breeze. In minutes, you can compare quotes from the top insurers to find your best price. You can save $1,500 or more a year by using Policy Genius to compare life insurance policies. Once you apply, Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and red tape. So if you need life insurance but aren't sure where to start, why not start at PolicyGenius.com? It only takes a few minutes to find the right life insurance policy. Apply and cross another thing off your to-do list. Policy Genius, when it comes to life insurance, it's nice to get it right. My fellow loving hip hop cast member, Mickey Monday, finally is in the building. Hardest working man in Hollywood. Oh man, appreciate it, man. What do you? What, don't you find it comical that people just think that you just just showed up now that uh, loving hip hop is there? And I mean, you've been out here for a while. Yeah, you know, but they always say uh, ten years to be an overnight celebrity, and I still don't consider myself like a celebrity or anything because it's just so much work to still be done. But um, uh, steps in the right direction is always, you know. Forward progress is, is better than backwards. You know. So, so yeah. how are you handling all the new uh, people recognize you now? I mean, how do you how do you handle that? Because I know uh, for some people, the first season of a show is a lot. Yeah. Well, I've been prepared for it. So at the end of the day, I always kind of been somebody that people interacted with it, no matter what, even before TV or anything like that. People used to be like, "Man, you look cool, man. Let me take a picture with yeah. you," or something like that. So I always kind of been, and I'm a I'm just a people's person. Period. So mm -hmm. I love to interact with people. I'm not somebody who like shy away from that. I'm like, oh yeah, man, come here, yeah, what's up? And I'm very interactive because I feel like that's how you have to be. Because once people like you, then they root for you. Mm -hmm. It's like high school. Like mm -hmm. if me and you went to the same high school together, right? And you on a basketball team, right? And we really friends. You be like, hey bro, come watch me play. I hope you score 100 points. Cause you my dog, right? It's kind of like the same thing with music. It's like, if I interact with you and I like you, I'm like, oh yeah, I do music or blah, blah, blah. Even if you don't know I do music, like when you hear it, you're hoping it's good. Yeah, so when yeah, I even give you something facts. different, even when I give you something decent, you're gonna rock with it. Now, if it's great, you're gonna be like, oh shit. So I look at that the same way. I feel like that's our interaction because um, when I was working at Revolt, you used to always come by mm -hmm. and show face and you know interact, network, and the same thing. Like I always wanted you to win. Every time I seen you doing something, whether it was a show, new music, I just wanted you to win. You got that personality. Thank you. Appreciate it. So, so you grew up here in South Central LA. Yeah, I'm from Los so, Angeles. So you're not somebody like me that just flew in and picked up. I mean, I moved to Burbank. I thought I was in LA. Uh -huh. All my neighbors is white. <laughs> right. I moved to Hollywood. But so you, you you grew up in the streets of South Central LA. Are the streets of South Central different than they were then? Now? Um, I mean, because now it's South LA. That, that's what they say. It's South LA, right? I mean, it's always like LA is so territorial. Like I just knew, like I lived in. Oh, Adams. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm from this area. Like, we don't even steer far away from those areas. Like, unless you go to, like, Hollywood or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know, you really, LA is really territorial. So, all the times I lived in LA, because I, I lived all over. I, li I lived in the valley. I lived in the desert. Like, we moved around a lot. But, you know, I lived in that part of LA for the majority of my life. And that's where everybody's very familiar with me, especially because for obvious reasons of how much I really stuck out over there. You know yeah. what I mean? So um, 
you don't like in LA. It's very it's it's gangs. You know what I mean. So you don't really venture far away because you like oh man, people think I'm from over here because I be outside over here, and if I venture over here, I'm out of bounds over here. And you know, it's like things you really got to think about before you can like venture far away. Like Did a lot of have, people just stay in a. You dealt with that a lot. You I know? dealt with that. I mean, I wouldn't say. I know people that like. I have homies that's real, real gangbangers, bro. Mm -hmm. Like homies doing fifty years in jail. Homies that are still here and will and are with the full action at the drop of uh, any amount of disrespect. I got. I have a homie that literally tell you he will die for his pride. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like I don't feel like. Like, I've had my problems because I've had my problems, but I've seen people have some just ridiculous problems, so I feel like my problems ain't that bad compared to theirs, you yeah. know what I mean? But yeah, you deal with it. Like, I, I've gotten jumped from people being like, oh, you from over there, because I'd be outside, and I, you know, I wasn't an in-the-house type person. I really, like, was outside chilling, so, you know, and I stuck out, so when people used to drive by, they used to see me, so, like, when I go to other areas, they, they it's not like a, ask me where I'm from, they telling me where I'm from. You see, we recently I mean? so, had Wack 100 and Casanova uh -huh. on the show. Yeah. We had to lay a really strong foundation, a solid foundation <laughs> for what the street code is, because I call the police. I don't want no problems. Keep all your problems. I try to stay in Hollywood, West Hollywood with the gay community, and Beverly uh -huh. Hills with the money. Yes, and sir. I try not to go too far past Wilshire because I really don't know where the divides happen. Then yeah. you got to start calling people. I don't want to go past Wilshire either. <laughs> like, oh, okay, so I don't you, even want to go to Wilshire. So you've been out here for a while in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, really, uh, you know, I, I've never known you to be a cloud chaser. The whole new thing now with people trying to get on is chasing cloud to 6 9 yeah. who's in the news. Uh -huh. What is it that uh, motivated you to just stay solid and wait your turn and just keep going? That's all I know how to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, I love to do music. Um, I'm an entrepreneur. You know, me and my partner Kane, like, we always thinking of ideas. Like, it's way bigger than the music for us. Like, you know, we got, like, way bigger plans, mm -hmm. like movies, television yeah. shows. You know, uh, we got a hair product coming out. I have a hair product coming out. It's called Mirror Curls. And it's like a, a leave-in conditioner, curl definer. So, mm -hmm. it's you know, it's just a bunch of stuff, man. You know what I mean? A little plug right there. But um, <laughs> You're supposed to plug it. Yeah, but um, so it's just, it's, it's um, I don't know, man. I just know how to to, to get to it. Everything mm -hmm. or nothing. That's kind of like the motto. You, you know? felt like you ever got some pushback because of your look? I don't know if I'm tripping. I feel like I seen a clip where, was it corrupt? Where he tried oh. to... Critique uh -huh. your look and you so, know. So set it up. This season on Love and Hip Hop. This there was, was a on Love and Hip. With, I was making sure I with Yo Yo. Yeah, it was. No, it with was. Yo Yo and Corrupt, where they were questioning the, like the legitimacy of you in hip hop because you were not black. Uh -huh. Yeah, he said I was like rock and roll, that I looked like a rock star. And I but when like, I think about hip hop right uh -huh. now, it is rock and roll, and I feel like that's generation. why a lot of rappers are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But I guess I can see where Corrupt would be coming at it from because exactly. he's from a different generation. Exactly. But I'm like, that's lit. <laughs> I thought that was a compliment. Yeah. You look like a rock star. I'm but like, okay, they asked Mickey. Me, they was like, does, uh, I think the question was like, uh, does it bother, does it bother me? And I was like, does it bother me or does it bother them? Mm. Like, I'm like, it doesn't bother me. You know what I mean? I'm not affected by anything because I'm just very true to myself. Like, I'm a rock star, man. I am like a rock star. So it's like, I've been like this. I've been no shirt, long hair for since I was a little kid. Like, this has always been me. Like, it's always been my style. I always like to dress up. I always like to, 
I don't know, man. I've just been like a wild, very like spirit. Like mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm naturally turned up. I only smoke weed on God in heaven on my daughter. Never did any other drug in my life. I should die on the way home if I'm lying to you. But people be how hype I be. They think I do drugs. Well, how how high do you get? Because you're high right now. I'm looking at you. You've smoked on the <laughs> no, way here. I well, no, because you, how I was much like, did, how you, much you guys you told me to wait another hour. I was like, well, how can I kill an hour? Let me just smoke some weed. Right. I was <laughs> but, gonna I, I was gonna yeah. I was gonna do this post on uh, Instagram today. Uh-huh. Where I literally want to learn how to smoke weed, and I'm not saying this for comedy. No, let me tell you why. I, I woke up in the middle of the night. I had uh, heart palpitations. I just my heart was racing. Then I I get anxious, and then oh, I start uh, thinking yeah. other things, and then you know whatever. So I I thought like I need to learn how to relax. I Wait, because to... of the weed? Oh, no, you no, think no. the weed will make you I do that? I think the, the oh. weed will calm me down. Oh, shit. I need you to stop right drinking. Strain, though. No, but yeah, because I... it fuck around and do the opposite. Can that I cuss? Can... Yes. Fuck around and do the opposite. Really? You'd be like, oh, my Yo, God. Yo, it can make you even more paranoid. Yeah, really? Make you if paranoid. you get the wrong strain. Now, I'll tell you, I tried edibles. That shit no, had like me. Edibles. I literally thought I was dying. I don't I... like edibles. No. Because there's no... there's no Can't control it. You can't control how high you're going to get. Yeah. You can't. And I always get really high to the point where I'm holding onto the bed because I feel like I'm going to fucking spaceship oh yeah yeah i'm not a good close your eyes oh fuck but for somebody like me who wants to try to get high just for for medical reasons you know calming me down or whatever where do i start like how do you do you just like buy a bunch of different types of weed and smoke them all and figure it out or well yeah if you want to find a weed you like i have some weed in the car you want some weed no no no, not not right now. can we smoke on the show right right now no i got can we light the devil's lettuce (laughs) the ganja fire no no we can't get high. i have a full day ahead of myself okay fuck like <laughs> that would have been that would have uh, we might have went no, viral. I'm going to see Tiffany Haddish's uh, Good Times Live. I'll be screaming shit in the audience, and then everything. If she loses her job, it'll be all bad. All right, all right, yeah, all right. Fuck it. Next okay, time. Okay, so this season of Love and Hip Hop. Uh-huh. Uh, what, what? So walking away from it all, what is your take on it all? Like you've had the whole full experience. We did the yeah. whole reunion. It's airing now. What? Woo. What's your thoughts on it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I sat next to Mickey for most of the reunion. But what did yeah. you? What did you think? I thought it was cool. Like mm-hmm. it, people should understand. Everything in life, you know, if you know what you're getting yourself into, you've seen this show before and you know what the narrative is and, you know, the popular things on this show. Right. So, you know what you're getting yourself into. You know what you're signing up for. So to be surprised by it, you it's ridiculous. Mm. But you you were vulnerable with your family and telling kind of peeling back the layers of kind of what you went through growing up with your family. How was that experience for you and them? My family's made for TV, bro. Mm hmm. My dad's hilarious. Look, we shoot it, right? And my dad keeps speaking in third person. But he's so passionate about it, right? Because he loves me, right? He keeps saying, we're at, we're at the, the table, the table scene. He keeps saying, Mickey Monday is the best rapper. And they keep saying, Mr. Jacoby, he's right here. You're supposed to be talking to him. Yeah. You're the best rapper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Say his name when you're saying. Was you he know, a good father growing up? Wait, was I allowed to say that? I mean. Yeah, you can uh, say whatever oh, you want. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, no, it was funny. My family just, yeah, my dad was, you know what I mean? You go through your trials and tribulations with my dad. One thing about me and my family, man, is no matter what, we've been up and down. Like we've had nice things. We've had nothing. You know what I mean? I, I'm a chameleon because I've experienced a lot of different like sides of life. Mm-hmm. My dad and my family, one thing we always have, we have crazy love. That's good. And that outweighs anything. And your mom and dad were together your whole life? My mom and dad were only together till I was about 12. Okay. And then- they got a divorce, and then my dad um, was living. My dad was living in Vegas, and my dad lived in Vegas for a little bit when I was a kid as well. But uh, 
my dad uh moved and then he was him and my mom were not uh in the same house for like three years and then uh i don't even remember how it happened but they moved in together mm -hmm. but i have been left because i left the house at like 17 mm -hmm. but um my mom and dad moved in they were they've been roommates for like the past 11 years my mom and dad lived together but they not together even when they moved they like moved together they so my sister could well yeah and they, and they came together and brought the household together because my sister was going to high school they and they wanted my sister to be able to go to uh, a good high school because mm -hmm. she was a really good she was like a top recruit basketball player already oh that's sick so yeah. so in the show you not only showed your family but you also showed your relationship yes sir um well i say two relationships i don't think you you really give credit to two you only really give credit to slick but you were in a relationship with trisha who was also kind of on the show right she wasn't yeah. really in the show I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, well, I wasn't in a relationship with Trish. Y'all were just fucking. No, no, no. I, I haven't had sex with Trish in a long time. Okay. Uh, that was just my ex, you know what I mean? And we did business together, so uh, she was she was there, you know, in her, her interesting perspective of mine and Slick's relationship. So Yeah, yeah. so you and Slick Woods, everybody knows, uh, mm -hmm. model, Fenty model. She has a great relationship with Rihanna, but she's out here killing it. She has a baby. Yeah, and, she does. And you guys were dating, and I had met uh -huh. you. I met you all together at your house and yeah. saw the relationship off camera before I saw it on camera. Yeah. Where, where was the point in deciding, okay, I'm going to take, because there, I mean, a lot of us are in a relationship privately. Yeah. But like to go on TV with somebody in Ooh. front of the world and like deal, uh -huh. she has her own fan base. Yeah. And they have their opinion. When, when was that decision like, we're just going to go? I'll never forget it. We was in Nobu. Right here in uh, Beverly Hills, right? Mm -hmm. And she's a little faded. And before anybody come, you know, she's telling me, like, you know, she tells me, you know, you're my boyfriend, right? This before we ever really, like, were together yet. We just was hanging out every yeah, day. Yeah, she made it like, official for you. She was like, you know, you're my boyfriend, right? <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm about to be on a show and uh, I'm supposed to be, you know, probably doing, I'm, I'm going to be flirting with these girls because it's natural. She's like, I will come on there before I let you do that now. I was like, are you sure? I was like, because listen, like, this is like literally about to happen. So she's like, yeah, I, I come on there with you. I was like, all right. I was like, they'll be back. They wait till I tell them that. It was a great look. <laughs> yeah. A, a lot of people. Wait till I drop that. A lot of people in the modeling industry, because she's a real model yeah, and she's really model. successful at it, mm -hmm. didn't understand why she was then going to love and hip hop. Did you uh -huh. guys ever have. From the new This Time Tomorrow podcast, available now on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Join us as we explore a future full of possibilities in the age of 5G. Let's imagine a situation where every automobile has got 5G connectivity inside. You're driving and you slam on the brake because there's something else that's right in front of you. Today, the only way that everyone else knows that you slammed on the brake is maybe the person behind you saw a red light. Well... Instead, now you slam on the brake and the wireless message is sent out to all the vehicles around it. And they all know that you braked on it. So now you start seeing safety uh, features come up as a part of this uh, wireless communications. This Time Tomorrow is presented by T-Mobile for Business. Today, T-Mobile is leading the 5G charge with $30 billion invested in an advanced network designed to deliver the breadth of mobility we need. Business is changing. Learn more at T-MobileForBusiness.com. That conversation, like, was the brand ever a part of the conversation, or was it more of like what we're doing? Slick is funny, man. You know, we're, we're, uh, Slick is funny. Mm -hmm. I, I give that to her. She she's like very confident. She said nothing could mess up my brand. Well, that's what she said. Because I asked her, I said, you know, is this because like like you know, and 
it's my job. I don't. I'm saying, I don't think there's nothing wrong with the show. I think it's a great platform. I, but I, I agree. But I understand the different worlds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I said, is this like you know uh, conflicting? Because I know maybe a, a actress wouldn't want to be on a show, or you know, just because it's like, hey, I do this and. But she was like, nah. She was like, it's it's too. She even said it herself. She was like, it's two different things. I always find it interesting like, cool. when people uh, downgrade love and hip hop and say, oh, yeah. it's just a ratchet ass show. It's like the number one show on reality show on television. Yeah. Millions of people watching. Why would you not take advantage of everybody? The platform? Exactly, and that's how I, I, that's how I looked at it, and I explained that to her. But giving her her rights, I I said, you know, is this something? Uh, a conflict of your worlds or or anything she was like no and i say and i started breaking it down like look at tell me i I use this example i say tell me one person's life that ever got worse from this show Mm -hmm. not one Uh, who's I don't think not so. Not mine. All right, let me look. T- hold on. Let me, wait, can we no say matter, no matter, wait, before we go, go there, can I just use a real? Can I just can I just use uh-huh. a real life glow up? Yeah. Hollywood Unlocked. Hollywood Unlocked was born on Love and Hip Hop, and I don't care if I'm in the room with, you know, fucking Wendy Williams or Rihanna. Yeah. They all know me because I use the platform the right way. I think the problem is. And this is why I was really happy for you this season getting Uh a look. I even said at the reunion. I mean, I was wanting to say, like, if anybody deserves it here, it's Mickey because he actually built a legitimate name for himself in the streets. Mm -hmm. He hasn't been clout chasing. He deserves this platform more than anybody. And I think he came in and used it properly. It's people that get in here. They don't got nothing to lose and they don't, don't have no idea no what guidance. to build. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. need guidance. You need your own mind. You don't even know what the fuck. Are, what am I? It's, it's, if you're in a relationship with somebody, why am I with you? Every relationship should be transactional to the extent that you're being able to build from it. You go on Love and Hip Hop and you want to be famous. Guess what? You're going to be famous for six months. Yeah. And then that shit's going to fizzle and you're going to be right back at the motel. All right. Well, next season, I'm there with y'all. Let's do this. Come on, man. Yeah, but you have to know why you want to I do know it. why now. Come on, let's go. Yeah. Me, and Mickey, we hanging out. We gonna get bro. some fat burger on the show. There let's is, do it, there is, bro. I'm at, I, I no, went to, Jason, I'm, support me. You win that. I mean, I'm I do. Need, I do need a love interest. So, oh my god, <laughs> you know, season seven, breaking news. <laughs> Hollywood unlocked. Hollywood unlocked is taking you a little bit deeper. Yeah. No, but you were gonna say sorry. No, no, no. I mean, you just can't name one person's life that's became worse. Now, you could think about people being in tabloids for the wrong. You could be. You, no, no, no. Watch. You could think about people's lives being in tabloids, right? But I bet you they have more money than what they started with. And that's at least if you got some money, you should be able to figure out how to make it some more money for yourself. Well, I'm not sitting on love and hip hop at all. Yeah, yeah. I'm no, I know, I know. Hip-hop, so. Well, let me yeah. just say when my when I first thought I wanted to be a baller because I thought having money and driving a Caprice Classic and uh-huh. you know wasn't having all the bitches because I, I wasn't on that. But when I thought I wanted to be in the streets, my brother said, "Here's an eight ball. Go have fun with that." I read that in your book. You read? Okay, yeah. I didn't know what to do with it. Right? So I was a bad drug dealer. It didn't last. I was negotiating with the dope, with the crackheads. Like, okay, you're going to bring me. I was literally taking notes. You're going to bring me back the $20. That don't, that's not how the streets work. It's the same with love and hip hop. If you get on and don't know what to do with it, mm-hmm. you're not going to be successful. So you're on the show. Uh, this will air after Monday. Okay. So, uh, Actually, no, it's going to air on Monday, so we can't give it all away. But okay. you and Slickwoods uh, were dating, and people are going to find out the status of your relationship on Monday. They will find Ooh. out the status of our relationship on Monday. They definitely but, will. But what fans do know is that she's been public about battling cancer. Yeah. That's been out. Yeah. So how, how have you been able to comfort her or be there for her in that, in, during this uh, time? Um, well, Slick knows no matter what, 
like I always be there for. Like no matter what our relationship ever pans out to be, I will always consider her a friend, even though she has times when she yell, yell or cuss at me, and you know she'll apologize later and stuff. But um, you know when it was, I I knew about it before the world knew about it, obviously, mm-hmm. and um, I wasn't there when she exactly found out the news. But um, when she told me, it was you know I was like, like you know something like what do you say to that? You know, and it's it's sad because you know um, Slick is a good person. You know what I mean. So that's that's sad, but um, she's gonna be okay. Yeah, I just saw her uh, at Offset's birthday, and she had a smile on her face. Yeah, and she yeah. Seemed she like got, she was handling it well. Yeah, she just gotta do the chemo, and she'll be all right. She's okay. strong, so she'll 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 be okay. So let's talk about the music. So I've heard the songs with you and the Migos, uh-huh. but why has the world not heard it yet? No, it's on. No, it's on uh, Hip Hop Nation right Is now. Is it out now? Yeah. Well, uh, Friday it will be out officially. Okay. Um, on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but it's on Hip Hop Nation right now on a uh, first alert for okay. Sirius Satellite Radio. So, so for so people that are just hearing this for the first time, tell them about uh-huh. the songs and. Yeah, how it yeah, all came yeah. About. Mickey Monday featuring Migos and Molly Mall. Uh, the song is called "Let It Go." And it's dope, man. I'm singing on the hook. I'm rapping a verse. Like, Migos, all three of the Migos is on there. It's, it's a really great record. Yeah. Produced by Molly Maul. Um, shout out Young Egypt. Like, it was a real dope collaborative album. I mean, how, how did it come so, about, though? Uh, Well, at the time, I was really, like, looking for a big record. I just felt like, man, if I could get a feature or something like that, that you know, a name where somebody be like, what? You got a song with who? Because people like my songs and mm-hmm. people play my songs and stuff like that. But I just feel like to take it to the next level, it, it just help if you have, you know, like an alley-oop or something. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I've been in the studio with Molly Maul a lot. I wrote some records with him, uh, some of his other artists for other people and stuff. And uh, when I was looking for a record, I was like, man, Molly, I really need some songs. And he was like, well, come to the house. And he had this beat and they had like an idea and he had like some Migos, uh, he had the Migos verse. And I was like, man, you think we could, you know, get this together. And he was like, yeah. And we just made it happen. Shout I did my part. Maul. Yeah. Shout out to Molly Maul. Yeah, it was dope. Hell yeah. So, so, uh, okay. So what else are your plans in terms of, um, how you're going to continue to grow in the music business? Cause now you have the platform, you have yeah. good music, you, uh-huh. you have, uh, everybody knows who you are now. How do you capitalize on all that content? Just really putting out a bunch of content. Um, I'm going to push the Migos record really tough. Cause obviously that's a huge feature. Yeah, and, absolutely. uh, we got a bunch of Spotify campaigns and stuff like that, that are about to happen. So once those start running, hopefully want to generate enough buzz to really, uh, get them to, uh, be part of the video sooner than later. Cause obviously that would help. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just continue to put out content. I got like two projects that's already ready to put out. Uh, one's called beautiful lies volume two and the other one's called dead roses. So I got, I got, I got so much songs, man. So much music. So I can't remember the scene cause I wasn't in all the scenes this season, uh-huh. but the conversation around the set of love and hip hop with all the girls, again, I'm just the conduit of information. Uh-huh. I don't know nothing as fact. Uh-huh. I'm just here to, I'm a vehicle to put out what I heard. Yeah. So a lot of the way your, your penis became a big uh, conversation on the set of love and hip hop behind uh-huh. the scenes. I don't know. No, it hasn't hit the internet yet. Um, how did that come about? Like, how did everybody on the cast, not everybody on the cast, but how did all the women start talking about it? Were you, you didn't sleep with nobody else on the what cast. What you do? I'm, I'm, I'm just pleading fifth to that. But You uh, slept with somebody else on the cast? Man, I might have slept with a few people on this cast, but. Wait a minute. Um, <laughs> either way. Wait a know, minute, wait a minute, I, wait a I minute. Used to, listen, I used to just be Mr. Pull It Out. I'd be like. Pfft. What does that mean? Listen. Wherever you at, they would say pull it out and you. No, no, out. no, no. I wouldn't go that far. But if I was messing with a girl, I'm a I'm a proud man. 
And girls used to just be very like, they used to be very shocked. Wait, so when did you sleep with Tierra Marie? No, I never slept with her. Oh, well, when did you sleep with Monique? Oh, uh, come on. Well, Britney B. I mean, I don't know. No, who no, was the no, list? No, who else no, was the... no, no. But, but you know, shout out the ladies who are, you know, no, but nice that's ladies. But that's the love and hip-hop we want to see because now Hollywood Unlocked has to go in these streets and find out oh, who you you've been involved yourself. with. I know. When you come to me, Jason, you know when you come to... Jay, hey, shout out Jason Lee, man. This is really my dog, man. I watched him grind as well. I know it's about me, but, man, very proud of you, bro. You really did it. your thing. Like, me, Jason, man, we've been partying for, like, 10 years, man. A this is my time. boy, man. And DJ Damage you as well, bro. That's my guy, yeah, man, from Revolt you, man. and all that. And so these are good people, man. These yeah, are my boys. I don't know where the media training came from. Great attempt at deflecting, but this is why I'm good at what I do. Bring uh -huh. it back to your penis for a second. So oh. I'll find out who you're sleeping with. I think it'd be great for season seven to just mix it up a little bit. And, you know. I wish Melissa Ford was here. I would have just told everybody to turn around. and you know, Melissa, just tell them that this <laughs> well, is listen, the proof. Well, listen, this is what we're going to do. So the, the rumor is that, it, the, rumor is that the rumor is that it's 11 inches. So I'm going oh to talk to... No, they lie. I'm going to talk to Melissa and I'll figure uh -huh. out a way because she is the fact checker for the show. I she has to come back and bring the facts. I would have showed her. Okay. Melissa, when you come back to work, the dick is waiting for you. All right. So yeah. besides. Sure show Melissa for it, 100%. So when you. <laughs> out of question of This is unfair why Melissa gets all the parting gifts. You know, like I work hard. That would have took me back to like 11 years old right there. <laughs> Wait. So, so, see, so you uh -huh. would go back to Love and Hip Hop? Of course. I hope they bring me back. Mona. Yeah, the, the, Mona's coming up here. Mona's on her way up here, uh, I think, next Make week. Make you need a no. best friend, a homie, a road dog. I'm Come on, man. Look, bro, I got you. Bro. Listen, that, didn't work, that didn't work for Latavia or Lakeisha. What's the girl's name? Latoya. Who's that? Latoya, right, the girls from Destiny Child that were the friends that got oh, kicked shit. out. All right. Didn't work for They can kick me out. You got to become your own star. Right, Yo, Love and Hip Hop Reunion, what'd you think? Wasn't it just fun? That was crazy. It was very, very interesting, <laughs> man. It was a lot, of, a lot of plants thrown and shoes and pillows and... It was very interesting. It was a long day. <laughs> it was a long day. It was cool though, man. Like, listen, I really enjoyed this season. Yeah. I have fun shooting. Like, I really just go to the studio. I'm like a studio rat. I really be in the studio. If I'm not working on stuff for myself, I'm working on something for somebody else. I really just be at the studio. So it's like, and then when I, you know, in a relationship, and then I hang out with my girl, like, period. Like, mm -hmm. I just be working. So I have fun. Like, oh, cool. I get to go do something yeah. else. It's fun. I'm around these other people. It's interesting. Sometimes I get to laugh. Really I was involved. mad they edited that bomb that I threw out there though. Which one? The book, the book, uh, the oh. book bomb. Oh, did but did they? They, edited, though? they edited it out. Hundred percent. You yeah, see? Yeah, for legal reasons. Ah, uh, damn. Listen, I went to go eat with Boog after that, right? I said, man, listen. You guys with the man. Waffle House, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I said, listen, man. And I don't, I'm not trying to drop it or whatever, but do the, do do people know that? I'm not dropping it. All right. Either, well, yeah. either way, I said, man, that's some of the most. Interesting shit I've ever heard in my life. Bro. Yeah. How does that even kind of play? Just watch it. You know what I love yeah. about the reunion? Because this season, you had a great season. I feel yeah. like I had a great season. Yes, I didn't have a lot of smoke, but I did on the plane ride over because I had stayed up the whole night before. I said, I'm going to go and fuck some shit up. But we had a good, it was a good reunion. It was. It, was it really was. I mean, enough to make three parts, right? That's yeah. never even been done before. And we had a long season, so we mm -hmm. must have, like, we shot a lot of good stuff. episodes, yeah. It was that long. was long. I have fun though, man. I enjoyed it. I hope they bring me back next season. I got a lot of stuff that I think that uh, I could bring back. I hope so too. I'm gonna start doing my research on who you slept with on the cast because we need to just go on and just put it out there. Yeah, let me know. When, let me know. Let me know, man. When you find out. All right. So tell people where to find you, what to look forward to, and uh, what's next. 
Man, you can find me everywhere. Mickey Monday, M-I-C-K-Y-M-U-N-D-A-Y. Once again, anywhere and everywhere. Mickey Monday, M-I-C-K-Y-M-U-N-D-A-Y. That's on SoundCloud. That's on Spotify. That's on Twitter. That's on YouTube. That's on Instagram. Everywhere and anywhere. Find right. me. Look right. me. No, I appreciate you finally coming up here. And Till Kane, I don't know what size shoes you wear, but at thirteens, he has the best shoe collection. I remember. Yeah. That's the one thing I know about Kane. I just need some, I just need some more shoes. Yeah, Kane got shoes that never seen the day of light, man. No, but just I, in boxes <laughs> like prisoners, man. It's cold. But I appreciate you always uh being a cool dude and I'm happy for you. Man, thank you, bro. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me. So let's keep building. Come back anytime. All right, cool. We out of here. Peace. Peace. Blessings. Today's episode is brought to you by Zoom. There's nothing like meeting face-to-face, and there's nothing like Zoom to make that happen. Zoom lets you connect and do business across town or around the world. Zoom ties together all of your communication needs into one easy platform for video conferencing, phone calls, group chat, webinars, and your conference rooms. And connect easily from anywhere, your mobile phone, your laptop, or conference room. Zoom is how business gets done. Get your free account at zoom.com today. Meet happy with Zoom.